Welcome to the Real Happy Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ann, the blogger and content creator at Real Happy Mom, where moms can find encouragement and practical tips for this journey called motherhood. And also have this podcast to introduce you to other moms from various walks of life to help you with this journey. And today I'll be talking to Laura. She'll give us some tough love on why it is hard for us as moms to lose weight, especially after having a baby. She'll be busting some myths and helping us get our mindset right. So let's jump into this episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. So welcome to the podcast, Laura. I'm excited to have you today. Hey, hi, Tony Ann. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm super, super glad to chat with you. Oh, yes. And today looks like it's a pretty day for both of us. It's really sunny today. So yay. (laughs) Now, Laura, I know a little bit about you, but the listeners may not know about you. So just share a little bit about who you are and what you do and when you're at. Sure. So um, my name is Laura. I, uh, I'm originally from France. You probably hear the accent. So, <laughs> and I have a little, um, a little one who's five-year-old, a little boy. Um, so I just became just totally obsessed with food uh, when I was pregnant. And um, after I had my boy, uh, I was really just looking for answers because I was really not in a good place, right, after, um, after my baby boy. Uh, like a lot of moms, I found out. <laughs> Um, and I was just reading, 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 and just um, looking for answers. And that's when I found uh, the Institute of Transformational Nutrition, um, which I got certified from uh, as a health coach and hormone specialist. So it really helped me to get an understanding of how eating healthy, how much eating healthy can help and um, holistic um, psychology, right? How it's important to really see the the person as a whole person and um yeah we're not just a body right that needs fuel so yeah so that was huge for me very life-changing and so i decide to um to start helping moms and that's what i do i just uh, inspire moms to lose the weight naturally and um in the best uh, healthy way Nice. Now, this is a really exciting topic for me because this is something I personally have been struggling with. But um, the the common topic of losing weight after having a baby, and I'm sure you've heard about it a lot. Yeah. Just tell us why is it so hard for moms to lose weight? Well, the first thing is, um, um, well, hormones, right? The hormones are can be totally imbalanced um, after after baby. I mean, um, it's very case by case, but uh, very often um, that's what happens. And the metabolism um, slows down after baby. And um, so we don't really digest the same way. We don't process food the same way. Lots of changes happen, you know. Uh, and it's hard to get back to, um, to where you were before. Um, and also moms are exhausted and that makes a huge mm-hmm. difference, right? Being tired is really not helping moms <laughs> to no. wait because when you're tired, the truth is you don't, you don't make good choices when you're tired. You, you want to reach for like, you know, high carb sugary stuff and cause it feels good. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And uh, well, I think also it's, it's, um, the lack of support, you know, like moms are very, can be very lonely, like after they had their baby and, um, and that doesn't really help. You don't really, you don't easily achieve big goals when you're by yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Definitely. That's why we all go to mom's groups, right? Oh, yes. (laughs) We need it. It helps, yeah. Yeah. Now, Laura, I'm sure you've heard many excuses why moms can't lose the weight or have a hard time losing the weight. So I have put together six different excuses, or sorry for the listeners, um, six different reasons why (laughs) moms have a hard time with losing the weight. Um, But I found that after talking to you and going through some of your resources that these are actually just lies that we're telling ourselves. So if you're ready, we'll go through these six different excuses. Wow. Exciting. Great. (laughs) All right. So the first one I have, this is my excuse, is, um, Laura, I just don't have time. I don't have time to meal plan. I don't have time to cook. I I just don't have time. Right. That's, that's the one I hear the most for sure. And uh, yeah, it's just, um, it's what you said. It's an excuse, right? Because I don't have time. I mean, you, you, we all have 24 hours in the day and uh, it's all about planning. It's all about scheduling. So I would say, no, the issue is just that you're not planning the w- better, right? Because you could always plan better. And it really doesn't have to be time consuming. I mean, what I do and what I recommend is really just taking an hour in your week to meal plan. So you're just, you, you know, you just take a, sh- what I do, I take a sheet of paper, I put it on my fridge, I have the days of the week, and I have my lunch and my dinner planned already. And once you have that, you just find your recipes, make your shopping list, go shopping one time a week, done. That's your meal prep. It doesn't have to be complicated, <laughs> really. Um, so it's about planning. Let's, let's just be honest. It's about planning and scheduling it in your week. That's really the hardest part. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And I will say, Laura, when, when I do actually meal plan, it's not that hard. And it actually it's goes not that hard. Yeah, and it doesn't take that much time, right? I mean, yeah. there's so many recipe resources out there. And, mm-hmm. and, and cooking doesn't have to be, like you said, elaborated meals. You can, you can throw together, like, you know, some chicken and rice. It's really not elaborate. And it's healthier than a burger, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, Laura, do you have any particular websites that you like to go to for finding recipes? Oh, Pinterest is. Oh yes, my favorite. It's my favorite one. Like, hey, I want a recipe like the best, like roasted chicken with I don't know whatever. You find anything. You find anything on Pinterest. Okay. Go there. It's free. You have any recipe you want. Yeah. Okay. So start with Pinterest to put together a meal plan. I think we can do that. I think so. (laughs) So let's move on to excuse number two. Laura, I am busy. I just have too much going on. That's why I have a hard time with losing weight. Right. Um, uh, Again, it's, it's about meal planning, right? You're too busy. Of course we have a million things happening. It's all about um, scheduling, scheduling your things in your day and in your, in your week. Um, and meal planning is really life saving. And also what happens to mom, I think is, you know, this mom guilt, like they don't really make themselves priority, you know, mm-hmm. you know that. So um, they, they, I think there's always this mentality of like, Oh, one day it will be about me. You know, like one day I will just start eating healthy and uh, we just focus way too much on the kids. Right. And it's all about the kids and we don't think so much about our own health. I totally agree. Now, would you say the same thing is true with exercise too? So finding time for exercise? Exactly. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
exercise. It's about scheduling it. If you want to make it happen, you can make it happen. It doesn't have to be complicated. I mean, exercise, there's, there's exercise and there's movement. You know, I mean, I, I, I don't love going to the gym and wake and lift weights and stuff, you know, but it can, can be just go walking, just go walking with another mama friend, you know, <laughs> that mm-hmm. can be life changing doing that every day. And when you have little ones, you have to take them out. So just, uh, yeah, just scheduling that time is huge. Just uh, self-care. Nice. That is, that is definitely true. And you said it very well. Now let's move on to excuse number three. Laura, it is too expensive to eat healthy foods all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, that's really big because that, that really mm-hmm. holds people back a lot because I think what people think is that they have to start eating organic to eat healthy, which mm-hmm. is a total lie. You don't have to go all organic to start eating healthy. Just transitioning from processed food to whole natural foods. We're talking just getting some meat and vegetables and some whole grains. And that's just foods, right? You Mm -hmm. you can make a very healthy meal this way. It doesn't have to be all organic, but it's going to be a lot healthier than than packaged food and all, you know, frozen meals. Or So I think that's really huge. I think it's in that documentary. Did you see, um, did you watch Fed Up? Fed up. I think it, it was on. No, I think it's a documentary. Um, it, it, it was huge. I think it's with Mark Hyman. You know the functional doctor, Mark. Yes. Hyman? Okay. So he goes. I think it's in that documentary. I, I hope I'm not wrong, but um, he goes to this family who live in a trailer, and he puts them on this like budget-friendly meal plan, right? So it's really not expensive food, but he's completely transitioning their diet so they can actually eat real food and they all lose like a ton of weight. It was was really cool. I think you should watch the documentary. (laughs) You said it was fed up, was it? I think it's fed up, yes. I mean, I think it's a great, and that's really like, it really shows that no, it doesn't have to be expensive. And again, you can go on Pinterest, you can just look for like budget-friendly family meals and um, you'll find tons of resources. Nice. That, (laughs) that is a big one for me because I know, funny story, when I was in college, I was on a dance team and there were these ladies that were a little overweight (laughs) and our coach told them you needed to lose weight. And they were like, coach, we can't lose weight. Like how you're telling us to, because you're telling us to eat all these fruits and vegetables and we're on a college budget and we can't afford it. Like it's cheaper to go to Taco Bell or McDonald's to get dinner than it is to cook. Mm -hmm. And that kind of always stuck in my head. So that's why I had to bring up the excuse about it being too expensive, but you just showed that it doesn't have to be expensive at all. No, it's really like, like you said, it's just really putting in your, in your week, like, Oh, when I meal plan, it's actually easier, but it's Mm -hmm. just, just having that thought of, oh, this week I'm going to meal plan. When you have a plan of what you're going to eat in the future, everything is so much easier. You just Mm -hmm. have to think a lot less about food because you know exactly what's going to happen, what you're going to be eating for lunch and for dinner. I agree. Now, Laura, let's move on to number four. (laughs) This is my fun one. Laura, I am too tired to exercise. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let me tell you a nice story now. It's my turn. Okay. So after (laughs) after I I had my son, I went to this postpartum yoga class, right? Okay. 
all these moms who are like totally tired, right? To this and then it's very, it was very gentle yoga, you know, kind of going back to more movement, you know. Mm -hmm. And there was this mom who would come to class. No joke. She would go to a corner and just curl up on her yoga mat and just sleep for an hour. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, okay. I, and, and I would feel for this woman. I learned that she had six kids at home. She oh, God. She was yeah. totally exhausted. But I mean, my point is that she had scheduled in her week to come to yoga every week. <laughs> and the thing is, even if you don't do anything, even if it's just to go sleep, mm -hmm. you have it scheduled. And I think it's very brave. Just that, just starting there. Start where you can start, right? Mm -hmm. Like I said, just go walk with your baby. If it's still young, you can carry him or you can stroll, you know, if you're a young mm -hmm. one. It's about scheduling it and kind of pushing yourself a little bit. And even if you're going to go to yoga and, and sleep the whole hour. <laughs> and I think that there is no yoga teacher who will say no to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm never going to look at my yoga class the same now. <laughs> I know. But I think it's, it's really just about that. Finding what's the minimum that you can do. And I think mm -hmm. it's schedule something. And, you can always find, if you tell yourself, okay, there's this yoga class, that I'm saying yoga, but it can be anything, whatever mm -hmm. uh, exercise that makes you happy really is the only one that you're going to do. I mean, I'm, I, I love yoga, I love Pilates, but, you know, if you want to go to the boot camp class, just go ahead, you know, okay. but scheduling it, you know, if it's like uh, Sunday, 8 a.m., find ways to make sure you have or either either your partner or um, your mom or whoever to take care of the kids at that time at, on that day every week and just have it scheduled like if you know like if it's a, like if it's a work meeting you know like mm -hmm. <laughs> just, yeah it's unnegotiable I'm going there okay yeah. that that's a good one making it a non-negotiable that <laughs> that will definitely get things done so let's move on to number five. And this one is, I have kids and they're picky eaters and it's impossible for me to make a meal for me and a meal for the kids that's not chicken nuggets and hot dogs. So that's why I am still packing on the pounds and can't lose the weight. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying, uh, is that like two, two different meals that you try to make one for you yeah. and for you end yes. up eating the chicken nuggets and the hot dog. Yes. Like I just don't have time to make meals, two separate meals, one for me and oh. one for the kids. Oh. So. so you decide to make the meal for the kids and mm -hmm. eat what the kids eat. Yes. Well, why don't you make a meal that is for you and then the kids eat what's for you? <laughs> that is an option. But I got picky eaters, Lord. They don't want to eat what I eat. Yeah. No, I, I, I hear you. I, I have a I have a picky eater too. I mean, okay. it's becoming, it's becoming um, not as bad as it used to be. But I mean, I think this is really a parental issue more than nutritional <laughs> issue. Got you know? it. Because I, you know, I mean, I'm French and I think uh, a little bit tough love with my son, but he knows that I'm not a restaurant. And, you know, mm. I, if what I eat is, I mean, what, what I make in my house is what I choose to eat, which is healthy food. I mean, that does, I'm not saying I'm, I'm giving him only kale salad. I really, I don't do that. But, you know, <laughs> I just, but I offer, for example, let's keep the example of the chicken and rice. And mm -hmm. um, so I'll make chicken, rice, some roasted veggies. 
And I think oh, that's a, I think that's a good tip that that can help some moms. Just putting the food in the center of the table. Just don't serve your kid. Let mm-hmm. him do or her choose what they want in their plate, right? And just give them that 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 choice, that like the sensation that they're kind of in power, right, of what they're okay. eating. <laughs> so they will choose maybe a little piece of chicken and maybe just a little bit, you know, or or just one of the things that you put in the center, and. I think that's a better option. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. even if my kid will choose just like two slices of pepper and a bite of rice, I mean, that's his choice. And then if he's hungry, that, tough luck. I mean, really, that's, that's yeah. how it is in my house. And you know, I know everyone is different, but for me, I, I don't have patience. I tell him, no, mm-hmm. it's not a restaurant. I'm sorry. When we're out, you can choose. There is a menu, you know, but mm-hmm. here, no, I choose. I'm still the boss. I like that, mom. I like it. That is a good one. I think some people needed to hear that, including myself, because my two-year-old used to eat everything. Now he's like, I don't want it. No, no, don't want it. And I'm like, what is wrong with this kid? But I like the idea of putting the food out and letting him choose. I like that. I think that made a difference for me, really, because then my son was like, oh, I can choose what I want, you know, like, because mm. there's not this struggle of like, yuck, I hate that. Yeah. Mm. And then they don't eat anything that's on their plate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Good. I'm glad that helps. Yes. Yes. Now let's do the last one. So the last one, Laura, I have is I love eating chocolate and potato chips and a lot of other unhealthy foods we won't mention. So that's why I can't lose weight. <laughs> All right. Potato chips. This is. <laughs> Let me tell you about potato chips. Maybe that will like like hold you back. Oh, <laughs> I'm scared. Potato chips is really the worst food that you can eat for your skin. I mean, mm. really, it will. It, you know, when you eat healthy foods, it, it it won't just allow you to lose weight, but it will help you to be to feel better and to to look healthy right so mm-hmm. eating healthy will also make you have nice shiny hair and strong nails and you know because it will slowly balance all your hormones right okay. and i think that's what we all want so this is why for me just choosing healthy foods is is n- number one because then everything will fall into place maybe the weight is not gonna you're not gonna lose the weight immediately and super fast but it's okay it's about making the right choices every day mm-hmm. and hey chocolate nothing wrong if you like dark chocolate go ahead <laughs> okay so dark chocolate is okay yeah, if it's like 80 percent fine just go ahead it's actually it can be good for you okay now what about like the ice creams and the other really rich foods out there you can find substitutes, I okay. guess. It's, it's very personal, but just ask yourself, what is, the, what is the small little change that you can do in order to like help you find that satisfaction that you get from the ice cream? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that doesn't have to be the worst options, right? So you can start by finding like, you know, the best of the worst. Like you can just like kind of slowly shift instead of ice cream, see if you can eat sorbet instead, you know, or I don't know, just, you know, finding like small changes over Mm -hmm. time and eventually try to really limit your sugar. Just be really aware of how much you're having of all this. I'm not saying like, oh no, eliminate like completely Mm -hmm. cold turkey, although it would be probably good. But (laughs) if that's not an option, just, Incremental changes, just slowly. Okay. 
Yeah. And it's funny that you say pay attention to what you're eating because I know that I had a little problem a few months ago that I talked about before where I was stress eating really bad and I had gained a lot of weight. Yeah. And one thing that one of my friends suggested was to track what I was eating. And when I tracked what I was eating, I was eating like 3000 calories. Like it was bad. <laughs> it was really bad. And once I saw that, I was like, oh my God, no wonder you're getting fat. Like you need to slow down lady. So yeah. definitely paying attention to what you're eating, actually tracking it does help for sure. You know, and the, what you mentioned, journaling, like having, um, actually, this is a great trick, just writing down everything you eat in one day. I mean, it will really open your awareness about, oh my goodness, this is so much food, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> and, yes. and then start really asking yourself like, hmm, am I really eating because I'm hungry right now? Or like you said, stress eating, or am mm -hmm. I eating because I'm just not feeling really in the right place. So it's, yeah, it's really, um, really important to make that distinction. Yes. Awareness. Definitely. Yeah. Now, thank you, Laura, for going through those, those six excuses with me. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> now, one thing that you mentioned when we talked offline was about changing your mindset, how that's one of the keys to losing weight. So I just wanted you to tell us a little bit more about that. Losing weight is not just about food. It's really, there's so many different changes that need to happen, right? Like lifestyle changes that need to happen at the same time as you change your diet. Because if you just address the diet without changing anything in the way you think and believe it's, you're going to go back to your unhealthy habits. And that will make the yo-yo diets, you know, like women who just lose the weight and gain it back and again. And, and it's a vicious cycle. So really when you're ready to like they change the mindset, you'll be ready to like let your body slowly lose the weight. The mindset shifts that have to happen, I guess it's just first believe that you can do it. Because I think a lot of women get in that place of like, oh, I've tried that before, it doesn't work. Oh, I've tried that before, it didn't work. So you're like, why bother? I just, this doesn't work for me. So I'm not going to even try again. And I think that's really the first change. Just believe you can do it because you can do it. I know, yeah. I know you can. Anyone can. You have to believe it and give it setting a goal it's all about goal setting right and really it's like we said before unnegotiable just make mm -hmm. a goal that is unnegotiable this is what has to happen if if that's what you want it to happen then i think the very important point is focusing on the positive stop beating yourself up you know so many women beat themselves up like oh i ate a cookie oh my god i feel so guilty you know <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> True. And, and that's a shame, you know, because I mean, if you want, if you want to eat a cookie, I mean, it doesn't have to come with that, all those emotions, all those negative emotions of like, oh my goodness, I'm such a bad person. I eat a cookie. But we do that, right? We just go to that mm -hmm. very dark place of like, oh, I can't eat healthy. Oh, I'm so fat. Oh, I will never be able to lose. So it's really about listening to the, to the mind chatter. I mean, really, I think that's really important. And again, journaling, not just journaling about the food that you eat, but journaling about what's going on in your head, actually. Like, what, what do you tell about yourself? I have this great exercise that I love to give moms. Like, just go to the, go to the mirror. And what is the first thought that you have when you see yourself in the mirror? Is it like, oh, you're so gorgeous? Or is it, oh my goodness, my arms are so fat. And, uh, yes. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> Isn't it the same? 
second one for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. I think that that is a great test. Like, see what's going on in your mind, and 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 then choose to focus on the positive, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like because you're, there's always beautiful things about yourself that you can mm-hmm. find, right? I mean, you can be like, oh yes, okay, my arms are fat, but oh my gosh, I have beautiful eyes. And ask people around you, hey, what, what, what's beautiful around me? And make a list. I think it's great exercise. Make a list of all the really awesome things about you and your achievements. And, you know, it's focus on the positive. Um, also, remembering why. Remembering why you're trying to lose weight. And having a, a good enough reason to, to want to do that, right? To just change your eating habits and go on a diet and stick to it. I mean, it's because sticking to a diet is really hard for most women. And it's remembering that vision that you have of yourself, right? If you're like, no, you know, in a year from now, I'm going to be like this. And, you know, this is it. So what do I need to do now to get to that? So just remembering that vision really helps remembering why you're doing it. Yes. Now, I just wanted to recap what you said, because it was really, really good. So I got the first thing was believe that you can do it. Uh The second one is to focus on the positive. And then the third thing is to remember why. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yes, that is beautiful. I (laughs) definitely want to use this in changing my mindset too. So thank you for sharing that. You're so welcome. What is one step that we can take today that can help us have a less frustrating weight loss journey? Whichever diet you will choose, Mm -hmm. the number one step is always going to be remove processed food from your diet. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is number one. And because processed food is just not healthy, period, it's just filled with chemicals and sugar, hidden sugar, and Mm -hmm. it's just bad. So if you just start by completely removing like anything that comes in a box or a bag (laughs) you know I think that is huge and I think it's a small step because then what what you're left with is really um real food whole foods right Mm -hmm. I mean I mean snack just change your snacks slowly like first step instead of having potato chips for snack I will have an apple with oh you know what and make it even more exciting an apple with some almond butter and some cinnamon Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So that is one simple stuff because I was just going to ask you when we hear the word processed food, processed food all the time. So when you just summarize that it's anything in a box or a bag, that's pretty easy to figure out if it's processed or not. (laughs) Exactly. It comes in a box, it's not food. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) So we want to start eliminating that slowly to help. Absolutely. Perfect. Perfect. Now, one question I ask all of my guests is if you could have any superpower, what would it be? It's so funny. My, my, so my son asked me that question not too long ago. (laughs) I was like, I want to fly. Okay. (laughs) I don't think I'm going to tell you that, but no, I would say food related. Oh, for me, it would be like completely removing all the chemicals and the pesticides and uh, and uh, and uh, all the bad stuff that is in our food in our foods nowadays because really the food we're eating now is not the same as what our grandparents was were eating and I think it's so sad and you know because we we're not we're not healthy you know we we, we have a generation now of like so much um 
diabetes and obesity and you know mm -hmm. and, and um i think that would be amazing if if i could have a magic wand just like well oh, remove all that yes <laughs> and go back to the way our grandparents were eating which were just like whole real foods really it's just uh, the message is pretty simple eat real food nice i like that that would be awesome for everyone i know people won't really care for it as much but their lives would be significantly better if you have that magic wand <laughs> i think so <laughs> yes all of these diseases would probably be like cut in half at least Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. i really I do think a lot of the stuff that's going on is just coming from the foods that we're eating i, I agree that's just me i know i i agree too <laughs> I, i share i share that belief so yeah i would love to see a change there Awesome. Now, before we sign off, I just wanted you to tell all of our listeners where we can find you online. I have a website called momnutrition.coach. So it's .coach, not .com. So I have great free resources on my website. You can get an ebook. I make I made like a little ebook with super fast recipes. They're all like easy to make in less than 20 minutes. Mm. And I have a guide also about losing weight after baby because I, I mostly help moms after they had their babies to lose the weight. So you can grab those free resources on my website, momnutrition.com coach and you can follow me um, on instagram or facebook at mom nutrition coach awesome so i will definitely include all of those links that you mentioned in the show notes so we'll definitely have those there so before last thing before we sign off laura do you have any last words that you wanted to send us mamas off with mamas trust your Self. I know it's so it's such a difficult message to hear, but please trust yourself. <laughs> you know better. You know what's good for you. You know what's good for your kids. And and you can do this. Don't wait for permission. You can do this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Laura. This is really, really good. And I was I'm really happy to have you on. You're so welcome. Thank you, Tony Ann. Now that does it for this episode of the Real Happy Mom Podcast. To find the links in the show notes, make sure you head over to realhappymom.com slash 29. And do me a favor. Remember, sharing is caring. So if you found this helpful, share it with a friend. And don't forget to hit subscribe so that you can be notified when the next episode comes out, which will be heading your way next Tuesday. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you in the next one.